do you know what? If you could get this fella on the podcast, he would tell you some stories. Oh, really? He, and do we know him? He, well, I used to know him in college. He thumbed his way from Dublin to Paris and filmed the whole thing and then got so drunk in Paris, he lost his phone. <laughs> How are you now? And welcome to episode 22 of the Suncrack Podcast with Mikey and James. Our weekly podcast where we discuss everything and anything. And we mean anything. anything. James. 22. 22. Let's Are you feeling twenty two? I'm feeling twenty two all the time. Oh well, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling twenty two. Bing bing, don't uh, copyright us there. Yeah, Spotify. I know that sounded very like Taylor Swift. Taylor will absolutely ruin us. <laughs> Come in here, bait the lard out of us before we even get off the ground. Her and her big NFL boyfriend <laughs> yeah. kick, kicking the show the two of us <laughs> out the Kilkenny Road. <laughs> How did it happen, um, James? Any crack? No crack, Sham. You were crack? you were uh, away there. Oh man, I've You're, had a wild two weeks. Yeah, you were. You're an adventure. I'm only flat out. I'm only straight off the airplane. You literally are. In the last two weeks, I've been on six flights. That's a lot of flights. That's too many flights. <laughs> For a man that doesn't oh, like man. flying. Man. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm bet. I won't lie to you now. I bet through a ditch. All right, James. We're going to kick it off with some ashams from our listeners. I got one here from Cormac. Hit me with it. Cormac, uh, a little background to Cormac. Yeah. I was in college with Cormac. Shout out Cormac. And I'd say we could do... 20 episodes on Ash Arms recording. You were telling me a story before we started recording. I was like, is that the one you're going to tell? And you were like, no. And I was like, right, well, if that's one on the back burner, then this this lad has to come on the podcast. This is just, I have, I when this came in, I just had such a vivid memory. You just of it. rejogged it. Oh, like, man, yeah. I just remember being back yeah. when I heard about yeah. it. It was like this rumor was going around right. the college that yeah. this has happened. I'm probably bigging it up now, but it is funny that this had happened and I couldn't wait to see him. Right. I mean, I did see him. What he was wearing was just so funny. I just burst out laughing. Do it. Hit me with it. He said, uh, well, lads, thought you'd like this story from the IT Carlo days. What? <laughs> One time. <laughs> One time. <laughs> One time during a particular rough rag week of all day drinking, I decided to see how long I could pretend to work in the local Tesco. <laughs> I wore a black shirt and robbed a random name tag out of the back I could find without being caught. And I just started to sweep up. <laughs> fixed up shelves. All while being steamboats drunk. Steamboats. <laughs> this went on for a while until it got to the stage where an actual employee came up and asked me did I want to go on my break. To which I declined saying I had too much work to do. <laughs> Why are you sweeping the floor? I eventually met it out the back to have my lunch and a fella came in and we were chatting football. Not once did he ask who I was. I also don't know anything about football. <laughs> <laughs> it was all going so well. A career in Tesco in my headlights. <laughs> Unfortunately then the supervisor came onto the floor and asked why I was ch- why I was stacking shelves and asked me to please stop. <laughs> she didn't ask me to leave the store but just... <laughs> Just to stop <laughs> pretending I worked there. How's he on his own? Haha, <laughs> some crack loving the podcast, you two funny fuckers. <laughs> oh, Cormac, you've just put us to shame with that one. Isn't that amazing? That's unreal. Steamboats drunk is brilliant as well. I've never heard that. So when I when I was walking down 
the hallway in the, the college he yeah. came around and he was wearing this Tesco <laughs> name tag I think it was like Daniel or something <laughs> so I just looked at him and he I said oh my god it's true and he put his arms out and he said oh yeah isn't rag week mental isn't it just bonkers like just all day on the beer in yeah. just With, and it's totally acceptable complete lawlessness yeah. as well yeah no like it's just you're allowed to just get shit arse drunk yeah all, and just Prick around Carlo and pretend to work in Carlo or in Tesco and pretend. How to work did he even Tesco. think of that? Yeah, I need to follow up on how, how he thought of that. Yeah, actually, Cormac, do you know what? Just fill us in on how he thought of that, and also was I he on his own? Like, did he just do that and think this would be gas? Yeah, what a brilliant thing to do! I remember one day he made up a sign. Oh, I, I'm sure he won't mind me saying this. He made up a sign and stood out at the. Do you know? Do you know the road? Like, if you pass. You, in Carlo, if you pass Eddie Rockets is on your left yeah. you're going out that road and you pass the fire, fire station, station. Yeah, yeah. he stood on that road with a big sign and it said scratch my back <laughs> he had no top on <laughs> and he said if one person stops and scratches my back it'll be a success yeah and did they no <laughs> <laughs> with no top on, on his own he sounds class and there was no camera phones really or anything like he could have never proved that actually happened yeah either. but yet we all believed <laughs> And you would, judging by this man. Yeah. He pretended to be... Um, was that him that pretended to be a janitor in IT, Carlo? That could have been someone else. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> yeah, clown, sure. What kind of clown college did you go to? <laughs> <laughs> Carlo IT was loosened up, boys. I tell you that. S-E-T-U now, actually. Sorry. Um, yeah, so that's shout out Cormac for sending that in. We'll, we'll definitely oh, lads, listen up. Awesome. We're going to hear more from Cormac. That's all I'm saying. What have you got? Oh. That's a really that's a really good one. That could be one of my favourites. Yeah, it's brilliant. The fact that he actually like whatever about <laughs> just putting on the name tag and just walking about a bit. The, yeah. <laughs> the fact that he found a broom yeah. and decided to actually start sweeping the floor. He was proper work. Stacking the shelves. Yeah. And went into the lunchroom. <laughs> Didn't he work there? No. He did a full day's work. Sitting there chatting away with the boys who actually worked there eating their lunch. And nobody asked, like... And he locked. Who's he? Yeah, and he's... Steamboats, he says. That's some phrase. Steamboats. Steamboats is that's a That's that's a very good one, though. My favourite part of that story is the fact that your one just asked him to stop pretending yeah. he worked there. Not leave Didn't the shop. Didn't make a scene, yeah. Just like, stop. Stop, you don't work here, so... Yeah, stop that now. Stop. I don't know who you are or what you're doing, but stop. Yeah. Stop that. She, mean, you you would have thought she would have taken the free help. Yeah. I would have. Maybe she knew from the start and then said, ah, I can't leave, just keep going. <laughs> He's done enough. <laughs> the place is spotless. I love that nobody copped it as well. Yeah. You just assumed, oh, he must be a new lad. You want, oh, do you want to take your break? Yeah. No, I'm too busy. <laughs> You've been flat out there all morning. Do you want to take a break? No, I'll keep going. I'll keep now. going. I've loads to catch up on. Yeah. I have a couple of bits to do here now around the fire rail. I'll be, I'll be, be there now in which in two minutes. <laughs> Cormac, that's a brilliant one. Fair play, Cormac. Shout out, Cormac. My one is from, I was going to say my cousin Eric. He's not actually my cousin, but I call him my cousin. He's my cousin's cousin. My cousin Rory, who wrote in about being in the Navy. Oh, yeah. It's his cousin. Oh, And right. I've always considered him my cousin as well. So yeah, I'm going to say, I kind of from my cousin well, Eric. Yeah, yeah we, I feel like everyone kind of does that. But yeah. If you're close with them, like, um, yeah. he says he's got a fun story from his Euro 2004 trip. Oh. Because um, I, I, I had put up a picture that I was in the Porto Stadium. Uh, and he said he's got a fun story from that stadium in 2004 when he went from from America I believe Rhode Island I could be wrong uh, he says we went to this hole in the wall restaurant near the stadium before the opening game of the tournament it was Portugal versus Greece which I think might have been the final of that 
Didn't Greece beat Portugal in the final of the 2004? I, I, I was busy. You are flat out, I think, weren't you? I was flat out that I missed that one. You got all the rest of the matches, though. I was, do you know, up until that match, I was all you in. You were all in. Yeah. And then I had a few ollies to do. <laughs> <laughs> a few cormucks to catch up on. <laughs> he said he ordered a hamburger essa hamburger hamburger sa americano. Um, that's just me pronouncing it. Expecting just a simple American burger. Nope. He got a burger with a slice of ham on it. Just a, he says a literal in quotes hamburger. <laughs> it was just a beef burger with a slice of ham on it and just bread. That's very disappointing. It was served with a small steak knife, and I thought it was the funniest looking knife ever. So I decided that <laughs> I decided that my game this trip was to take a souvenir from every restaurant I went. <laughs> Bearing in mind, Eric is from America and he's in Portugal. So he thought I'm bringing it all home. Yeah, I'm bringing so it he, back. So he took the knife out of the restaurant, headed to the Dragao, which is the stadium. Oblivious to the fact that he had just put a weapon into his pocket, he didn't realize until inside the stadium that he reached into his pocket during the match and thought, "Holy shit! Oh shit! I got in with the knife. If I got in here with this, <laughs> who the fuck else got in with whatever the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> with whatever the fuck? What a phrase!" But he said, "But at least I got a shank now if I need it." <laughs> so, you're talking about Carlo IT being loose enough. The Dragao Stadium in Porto was loose enough to let him by, and he had a knife, Jeez. like an actual knife. Imagine he had to stab someone inside, and security would have been asked, "What the fuck were you? Yeah. How did he get? He had a knife, and he would be like, listen, they should have just stopped me.' Yeah, I got in with it. That's not yeah, my fault. That's not my fault. I forgot it was in my pocket. Fair enough, but I got into a row then. Hands were thrown. <laughs> sure, look, your man's dead. Sure, look. But if and if ending, if we really look at whose fault? Yeah, not Eric's anyway. It's shout pa- out Eric. It's Pablo at the front gate there. Shout out Eric Plant. Yeah, absolute. shout out. That's mental. An absolute legend. Do you know what? That definitely, 100%, would not happen now. No way. Which 2004. Is, that's, tw- that's 20 years ago, yeah. It is 20 yeah, years ago. 2004 is 20 years ago. I hope those security men have learned in those 20 that's years. That's mad though, isn't it? Like yeah. a knife. Like imagine how much trouble security would have gotten if it was found that he brought that in. With, like say Eric had stabbed somebody and got arrested and explained... Why did you have a weapon? Here you go. I just, yeah. I just had it in my pocket. Yeah. But sure. did you not go through security? Did you sneak in? No. I did. Security just didn't check. Yeah. Went by those two boys down there. Two boys there. Them, them lads there outside there. Pat, it was actually them. Patting me down. Patting me down. Sure. Like you could have had a gun. Yeah. And a, a, a European finals. Like the, the eyes of the world watched that. Like. If ending now, the eyes of the world are going to be on them two security boys. Yeah. I was, in that sta- I was in that stadium on Wednesday. Did you see any dodgy security men? loose enough now. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you. This one fella came up and tried to get me to buy a knife off. I <laughs> one that was selling steak knives at the entrance. Said, boys, they won't even check. You'll get straight in with them. Steak knives to go. Yeah. No, any other knives? You won't be allowed in. Steak I don't, knife? Yeah, I don't remember the like, security. It's just a normal Yeah. pat the chest. Did you ever uh, see that video of your man? Uh, like, he's not even he's touching that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny when you say that, because everybody listening to this can picture the yeah, exact video. Yeah, we don't have to show that. Just going. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much that's what they were doing 20 yeah. years ago Loose enough 20 Jeez. years later Still fairly loose now Still fairly loose I'll try to get in With a knife next time <laughs> <laughs> Send us a photo just, From inside the stadium Just for you Eric This massive knife <laughs> Guards on the way behind you We went to uh, Arsenal and Porto Or Porto against Arsenal Nice In Porto during the week On Wednesday night Arsenal lost Which was shit but the buzz was class. There was only like two and a half thousand Arsenal fans in the away end. Oh wow! So it was deadly. Shout out Briner and shout out Dara and Tyg and Pat Rycroft. Go on, the boys. Legends, man. Legends. And then went to see Trice. Nice. In Glasgow last night. In uh, they were doing a twentieth anniversary show of 
the artist in the ambulance that they just played the album start to finish perfect man they they got on stage right they got on stage just no talking just played through the whole album and then Dustin at the end of the last song goes that was the artist in the ambulance I was just pure casual that was one of the best albums you've ever heard and then they just played a load of hits they were on stage for an hour and a half did no talking no talking 10 out of 10 sounded absolutely no tracks no None. messing old school just four boys who knew dra. yeah Savage Great yeah. album Oh deadly album Shout out Trice Shout out Trice Oh man You'd forget how good they are um, Right so have you got an Ashan good or Ashan bad Oh Good All the things I just mentioned <laughs> Yeah My Ashan good is all the things I just mentioned I've had Savage two weeks Fucking gack acting around the place Yeah Went to Rome oh, yeah. Went to Portugal Went to Scotland And I went back in lovely Thai You what? are You're a world traveller Man And I'm never doing it again <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired I'm sore Straight to the bed yeah But yeah that My Asham good was just Yeah Just Took a bit of me time Yeah Had a bit of, Just enjoyed it like Good Got involved And a massive shout out to The boys I was on the trip in Glasgow with Is Will Philly And Joy Oh yeah Good, good boys It was a serious crew Yeah it was It was deadly crack My Asham's bad Oh no And me in such good form Great form You're going to bring me down here now I'm going to bring someone down anyway Go for it <sighs> We were in a hotel recently. Yeah. And there was a fella playing music. Just... As there is. Just kind of like, you know, good old old lad up there with the guitar. Giving it welly. Giving it welly. Bit of Christy Moore. Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks. All the hits. The hits. Yeah. And there was this fella sat across from where we were sitting. Yeah. And he just kept like talking over him and shouting out songs. And he was like, dancing at the crossroads. And your man was like, your man was well able for him. But he was like... The only dancing I'll be doing now is out the door after these next few songs. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'd play a few more songs and then your man would go, Dancing at the, uh, dancing at the crossroads. <laughs> is that a song? It must be. Your man was saying it anyway. Oh, you'd want to be sharp enough now to catch an owlet out. Yeah, yeah. So your man on stage, you'd want to be very sharp. To, you want, you're not going to get him out. He's been playing guitar since... He's been doing that his whole life. Yeah. He was playing the guitar at the Coliseum there last... Yeah. <laughs> With making the Coliseum. Making it. <laughs> He bled before me, had to fight all the bears. <laughs> That's how long he's been at. He, he, was wa- be he was warming up for Mick <laughs> fighting the bears. You want to be quick enough now to catch him out. Oh, man. It was just so annoying. It's just really obnoxious, isn't yeah. it, when people are at that shit? And it was raging. Like, I assumed he was from Dublin. But he wasn't. He was from Wicklow. <sighs> that makes it even worse. I like the way he assumed he was from Dublin. Yeah. yeah he's surely a dub. That lad being really loud. And then, like, your man said... Uh, was he on his own? The guy roaring? Yeah. No, sorry, sorry. No, the guy with the guitar was playing by himself, but this guy was, um, yeah, was partner. I don't know. I felt sorry for. Her. Imagine, yeah, imagine being her. Yeah. Really shut up. And she wasn't. She was kind of laughing at him. That's even worse. Oh, he just—he was one of these boys now that you just knew he was a pain in the hole. Yeah, med two of them med for each other. Med for each two other. Two pains in the hole. Yeah, two big massive pains. Oh, it's, I, one thing. <laughs> two big massive pains. We were in the hotel last night. This isn't Asham good because it's a word I need to start using more. Just reminded me of it there of like people being annoying. There was this, there was this girl in the hotel last night who was locked drunk drinking in the in the hotel bar, and she came over to us after the gig because there was phone chargers on the table like plug sockets. And she was yeah. like, "Can I charge my phone here?" We were like, "Yeah, work with it." And she just started yapping on about her life and the mad nights that she had and stuff. And she a word she used to describe. How drunk she was. She said, I was absolutely miraculous. 
And I burst out laughing. I said, I'm, and I googled it when she said it, and, I, and it's not even a word. Miraculous. Miraculous. That's I was, some oh, word. I was absolutely miraculous. And it was just so funny. And oh, Glaswegian people telling stories. Yes. Yeah, if there's one person I could get on the podcast, it'd be somebody from Glasgow. I'd just be like, right, go for it. Go for it. Tell us about anything. The last time you were miraculous. They, show, they, they shorten words, they elongate words, they make up their own words. Yeah. It's just so funny. Yeah. Glaswegian people are hilarious. But sorry, back to the old man getting guff off the lad. No, that was it really for a, a you solid. You just felt bad for him. I'd say it was a solid six songs. Did you feel bad for the singer or did you feel bad for how much of a show your mum was making of himself? Yeah, it was just ruining it. Yeah. It was just like, what are you doing? Like, so mean. Yeah. It was, yeah, a, it was mean. It's it, not a stand-up gig like. And he was trying to catch out the old lad. Yeah. And the old lad was sharp. Boys. Sharp, I told you. I don't even oh, know him. Man. I know how sharp he is. Yeah, he'd take And he was probably good as well, was he? He was all right. <laughs> that was you roaring at him, wasn't it? <laughs> You and Emma sitting there, me yeah. ripping the piss out of Emma's dad, listening to him. <laughs> That's not the grass, <laughs> Um No, like he was grand, yeah, but this fella was just so annoying. I was like, just shut up and let your man play Garth Brooks. Like. I'm, I'm, sh- I'm Googling here Dance at the Crossroads to see. Who is it? A song by Dance at the Crossroads lyrics and chords. Apparently, it's a Wexford hurling song. Oh. Sang by the Wild Swans. Well, I was in Wexford. That and makes I can tell sense. you one thing. There was no wild swans. There was no wild swans. There was no dance at the crossroads. No. There was one black swan. That was that lad shouting at the singer. You'd always wonder as well in those kind of situations, like say if you worked behind, like if you worked in the bar at yeah. the hotel or wherever that was happening, like would you say something? There was there was a fella behind the bar and he was looking at him. Yeah. Like he was looking at him being like, shut up. Shut up. Yeah. And I was wondering was, was, was he going to say something? And was it like, was he noticeably loud? Like you could hear him almost over, oh, over like, singing. Like, oh yeah, he was, yeah, he he was, was going for it. Like, yeah. He yeah. was like, Imagine like you're in second year and the teacher leaves for three minutes. Oh, it's, Jesus. That's what he was like. <laughs> anyway, that's my uh, Ash. Um, fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. And actually. God bless the lad who's singing. Yeah. Did he play Did he play Dancing at the Crossroads? No, he him? didn't. Good. He had one song left and he said... That was probably his planned encore and he, he just couldn't do it. He was like, uh, I'm going to play one more song here now. Uh, you have a choice. You can either pick... Um, he basically said two songs yeah. and this couple that were kind of right in front of him was like uh, oh you know this one or so whatever so, yeah. and he remembers it back that's another crossroads <laughs> and he said well there was only one right answer there and it's <laughs> whatever the song was and he started playing the other lad I wouldn't mind the other lad was just flat out singing every song your man was playing dance at the crossroads I know yeah it makes sense then that it was in Wexford yeah it was shout out Wexford but fuck that guy <laughs> <laughs> Wexford's cool that guy Right, if you uh, have a funny Asham story, good or bad, you can send it in to us. Uh, DM us on social media. Uh, send us an email to the sumcrackpodcast at gmail.com or the little box that on Spotify. Little, and while you're on Spotify, double check that you've left that five-star review. We because we're getting our listenership and like our speed of hitting a certain number of listens every week is increasing. So we know there's new people listening. Now, now that you say that, James, last week... We got in one day the same amount of listens we usually get in a week. What's going on? Where's all the reviews, lads? Where? <laughs> Who's Sorry listening? Now. Who's listening? Get rid of those steak knives. And <laughs> give us a few Put the knife down and leave us a five star review. Yeah. But that's class. I didn't actually know that. Yeah, it's great. That's brilliant. Yeah, shout out to everyone. Um, I've seen a few people on like Facebook sharing it and yeah, just in passing. I was like, hey, that's us. I love it, man. I love so, it. So shout out to everyone for shout that. Shout out everybody. Ireland is known as the land of a thousand welcomes, but it's also known as the land of a thousand unbelievable phrases it and is. sayings. 
It is. And we're going to kick it straight off here. Me and you have grown up always loving saying I certain know. phrases, yeah. certain um, sayings at certain times and in certain places. There's a, And there's a certain kind of beauty of it, I think, when you live rurally. Yes. Some of them are just fucking brilliant. Incredible. Yeah. We're going to jump in with some of the ones that people would associate with us, I suppose. Yeah. Firstly. Yeah. So firstly, obviously, we have Asham. Asham. Deadly one. Deadly. Could be good. Could be bad. Could be anything. Could be anything. Yeah. Whatever way you want to use Asham. And I never used to say it until... Like the last two years of hanging out with you more. Yeah. I never used to say Asham. And I would say to I was find myself saying it in Glasgow like yesterday. Yeah. Something happened. I'm sure he's... I can't remember what I said. I said something, 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 Sham at the end of it. And Will laughed and was like... It's, just, like, it's just, just so funny I just can't help it now I say it in work and everything like. And when someone says it Like under the breath Like Asham <laughs> yeah, It's brilliant It's brilliant It's deadly Asham is a great one uh, What else we got We got Fur the Birds Fur the Birds is a deadly one Yeah That's another one I got from you as well Yeah it's really like um, If someone's just a little bit Someone's a bit mad A bit mad A bit yeah. loose and Put in like a kind of it can. That's kind of the same as Asham It can be in like If someone's absolutely Like worryingly mental Yeah You can still say Fur the Birds But if somebody is like a bit unhinged but like charming and really funny yeah they could be for the birds as well yeah and it's, it works all the yeah, time yeah it does work yeah it works all the time um, another one that we've mentioned a couple of times is Eamon Ryan Eamon Ryan and that's ours as well we've that, trademarked that one listen listen now we've trademarked that that is our phrase we get a penny every time you say it yeah so make sure you're saying it say it all the time Revolutus that penny yeah. <laughs> we'd love that money Um yeah how do you explain Eamon Ryan I was going to say Eamon Ryan means you're fogging it but that's also kind of a saying as well yeah Eamon Ryan is in a deep sleep. Yeah. Preferably <clears throat> should be used when you shouldn't be asleep. Yeah. I, I would say. Somewhere you shouldn't be asleep. Yeah. Uh, you're Eamon Ryan. Like when Eamon Ryan was asleep in the doll, he shouldn't have been asleep there. Yeah. So we use it specifically to mean you shouldn't be asleep somewhere. So if you're fogging it somewhere in the shop, you'd be absolutely Eamon Ryan. And I love it. Like, it's not us making fun of Eamon Ryan. No. It's in fact, we think it's amazing. It's brilliant. Yeah. In the doll. In the doll On the telly Couldn't sleep at night And said you know what Fuck it <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it I'm going to put the head back here now And see what happens yeah. <laughs> And I tell you what There was a queer lot of Eamon Ryan done in school Oh stop the lights You put the hand on the, over on your fist yeah. With the elbow up on the table And before you knew it The bell was ringing Jeez I was asleep there for 30 minutes <laughs> I was full on asleep And do you know what If you were really smart in school You couldn't do that how do you mean? Because you wouldn't be able to fall asleep because the teacher would be like, uh, any answers for that question? Oh, yeah. To pick the smart, they would never pick me. Well, I, I wasn't in there's the no, class. There's no point even asking James. I wasn't even there, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> yeah. There's no point asking James. Why not? Because I can see him. He's asleep down the back. <laughs> there's no point to ask him. He has no books or nothing, man. We'll leave him there. Uh, another favourite of ours is Get Up The Yard. Get Up The Yard is a class one. That's, a, that's a you and Dave one. Yeah. Da- for yeah sure. Shout out Dave Malloy. He, he would say that quite a lot. Get Up The Yard is like... I would say just yes, isn't it? Like, yes, yes. Something like if something class happens, you'd be like, get up the yard, get up the yard. Yeah, like if I don't know if you got a savage roll and you bite into, oh, get up the yard. I was um, when again looking back on our IT Carlos days, I was in college. Yeah, I was in college in IT Carlo and I was on the dance team. Yeah, and there was a Chinese fellow on the dance team called Caesar. Yeah, and I said something one day we were walking. I said, ah, get up the yard, and he used to be so serious about <laughs> like and literal about everything. Yeah, and he just turned to me and said. Which yard? <laughs> which one do you want me to get up? I said, what? Because I'll do it. You said to get up the yard, but which yard and why? <laughs> I said, it's not that deep. So yeah. Don't worry about it. It's not that literal. By the time you get back to China, you you won't even remember who I am. <laughs> um, 
here's a few more that I just think is just so funny. And you say this all the time. It's absolutely brutal. <laughs> oh, I love that one. I say absolutely a lot. Yeah. I like putting absolutely in front of like, particularly if something's bad. Yeah. Or another one, like, if, oh, it's absolutely shocking. Yeah, that was actually the next one. Pure shocking. Pure, sho- pure is really good, actually. Yeah. Oh, it's pure shite. Pure, oh, it's pure shock. Shout out um, Vicky Lindsay. She says pure the whole time. Yeah, she does. Yeah, she does. That's she pure does. bad. Yeah. Ah, that's pure bad. That's pure good, so it is, champ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's one that I just threw in that we were, ta- <laughs> we were talking about earlier. And it's, any work at all when you know someone's fucking doing nothing. Someone's flat out doing nothing. Any, hey, any work at all. If you know, you know. If you know, you yeah. know. Here's another one I love as well. Whatever the fuck. <laughs> it's, oh, it's just like, that's an incredible <laughs> one where, you, you know, it's like, I just remember hearing people t- speaking about, you know, whatever, just like, ah, the, the football was good at the, the weekend there. You know, that's small talk. Yeah. It's a great way. Just wh- making sounds for the sake of making sounds. Whatever the fuck is a great way of either ending a sentence or a conversation that you Brilliant. don't want to continue. It's like the Irish way of saying etc. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, it is. Oh. Whatever the fuck. What a revelation. <laughs> what did you have to do y- uh, yesterday? Ah, I had to go into town there. I had to go to the chemist and go across the... Ah, whatever the fuck. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, I'm not even bothered telling you because it doesn't even matter. I couldn't give a shot. I've done it now and that's the end of it. It's a very good way of ending small talk. That's your reverend. You always have whatever the fuck. We've got a few more here that we wouldn't necessarily use. Oh, man. But when you hear them, they're unbelievable. I'm jumping straight in. Shout out theirishroadtrip.com. This is where we found these and some of them are absolutely spectacular. There's there's more meat on a hen's kneecap. (laughs) (laughs) It's just used to describe someone that's skinny. There's more meat on a hen's kneecap. That'd be a real, like, under 12 GAA. Yeah. <coughs> Speaking of under 12 GAA, shout out my uncle, Jar, Jar Daly. He used to say, um, when Brian was younger, he used to say, he said to him once, I remember we were having Chipper up in Dad's house, me, Brian, Jar, and Will. He said, uh, he said, you, because <laughs> Brian's arms were skinny at the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You have arms on you like a spider's ankles. <laughs> oh, me. Oh, that's unbelievable. Shout out Jared Daly. Uncle Shout Jared, Jared. With that one. Absolutely ruined Brian. That was about. I said that was easily 10 years ago, and I still think about it all the time. Because I've never heard anyone say it, ever. Uncle Jared not giving a shout. Yeah, arms on you like a spider's ankles. Fucking brilliant. Here's one now for you. He's so cheap, if he found a plaster, he'd cut himself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, that is brilliant. That's a really good one now, yeah. (laughs) They're just so like, they're so brilliant and they're so uniquely Irish. This one is, (laughs) his arse must get jealous of his mouth with the amount of shite he talks. That's a savage one. Oh, that is brilliant. I haven't heard some of these before, yeah. like, that's deadly. 
<laughs> he's so cheap. He turns off the gas when he's turning his rashers. What <laughs> oh, about this one? The tide wouldn't take that fellow. <laughs> then it says, for example, the state your man, the tide wouldn't even take him out. <laughs> oh, my chest is sore from laughing already. Oh, boys. Oh, lads. <laughs> this is one of my, this is one of my all-time favourites. This is that. I think this is the describe if you're hungover. <laughs> Shook as a hand at mass. <laughs> oh, boys. Oh, lads, that, that has to be one of the greatest phrases. Shook as a hand at mass is absolutely... That's so, <laughs> so Irish, isn't it? Like, that's, a, that's a brilliant one. This, I actually think this phrase annoys me, but it's brilliant. If you told him you were in Tenerife, he'd say he was in Elevenary. <laughs> oh, that's just that fella that has to one up everybody. Yeah. <laughs> For example, that arsehole Karen is always trying to one up me. If I told her I was in Tenerife, she says she went to a <laughs> villa in Elevenary. <laughs> This one's unbelievable. Go on. If, if if he was any more inbred, he'd be a sandwich. <laughs> and it says, for example, they're, oh. they're all a bit backwards out that way. If Mick was any more inbred, he'd be a sandwich. <laughs> Jesus Christ, they're brilliant. There's another fantastic one. You'd hear this in school sometimes. They've got enough cheek for a second arse. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very that's a very school one yeah. yeah it is. oh I love this if there's work in the bed he'd sleep on the <laughs> oh, floor oh that's that's I, I, first time I saw that was in Hardy Books yeah same shout out Hardy Books man she'd tear down Disneyland looking for Mickey <laughs> <laughs> I've got one for you ready hit me with it are you busy busy sure I was up and down like a fiddler's elbow. <laughs> My master that today. Did My master that like an hour ago. Yeah. I was up and down like a fiddler's elbow. <laughs> he'd he'd bore a, a hole off a golf course. <laughs> he wouldn't sleep in the same house as a shovel. <laughs> I wouldn't get up on them to get over a wall. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Go on. His, his, his house was so manky. You'd wipe your feet on the way out. <laughs> I never heard that one before. Oh, lads, that's a savage one. If he was any longer, he'd be late. <laughs> That's a real school one as well. The example is, she's some height, that one. <laughs> if she was any longer, she'd be late. Here's oh, this one is. He's like, I don't know what this one even means. 
I'm going to have to find the example as soon as I read it out. He's like a pig looking into a washing machine. <laughs> this one is used to describe someone that's a bit dense. Picture a pig looking into a washing machine with a confused look on her face. Then it says, for example, he's not the full sh- not the full shilling, that fella. I had him try and fix the computer last week and it was like a pig looking into a washing machine. <laughs> he's not the full shilling is great, isn't it? A few sandwiches short of a picnic. <laughs> <laughs> when referring to <laughs> when referring to someone who thinks they're big and strong <laughs> I've seen bigger fellas on wedding cakes <laughs> when referring to being really hung over I've never been this hung over I'm sicker than a plant lords <laughs> He's he's so boring he could put a glass eye to sleep. <laughs> oh, one of the all time great ones. Sure if me auntie had balls she'd be me uncle. <laughs> That's such a common one as well, isn't it? If you say if anything. <laughs> oh. oh Fucking hell. This is a good one. It says the last of our funny Irish sayings is another one to use for somebody that's very cheap. <laughs> you do well to get a few bob from that one. Sure she wouldn't spend Christmas. <laughs> oh, my head. <laughs> she wouldn't spend Christmas. A few bob is so funny as well. A few bob is so good. You do well to get a few bob from that one. She wouldn't spend Christmas. Oh, oh lads. What one would you say is the winner? That's a rare... He wouldn't sleep in the same house as a shovel. I think that's... Or if... Anything about work, I think, is very funny. Like... Yeah. If there was work in the bed, he'd sleep on the bed. (laughs) Anything about a fella avoiding work, I just think it's quite funny. It's so funny. It's work in the bed, he'd sleep on the floor. Fucking... That's absolutely savage. I think that's my favourite one. I haven't got to do with boys dodging work. I just think it's hilarious. That's the winner, lads. And we will be doing this again, don't worry. Also, while we were on the... While we're saying to send in your ass shams, if you have any funny ones like that, do you feel like are maybe like more localized to your yeah. area? Yeah, if yeah. there's a specific person who dodges work or is cheap or whatever, if you've any got ones that you feel like that weren't on the list there, we'd love to hear them because these crack us up. Any type of phrase, any type of phrase or saying, any or funny Irish phrase, man, yeah. they just to get you, like they just get you every single time. For the birds. For the birds. For the birds. This is our weekly version of Show and Tell, which you may be familiar with, where we find the weird, wonderful, sometimes wacky side of the internet, or even stories or things we've experienced where we just think, like we described in the episode, for the birds just means it's a bit mad. It's a bit mad. It's a bit mad. We're jumping back into one of our favourite things here, and that's reviews of products and stuff. Amazon Um, reviews. Okay, I've got one here. It's called, Where is Baby's Belly Button? A Lift the Flap Book. Also, it's a review of a children's book. One star. <laughs> not surprised. Do not buy this book. You can see the ending right on the cover. <laughs> <laughs> so the photo is just this kid. With his belly button out. Yeah, he has his belly button out. And it says, 
This book is completely misleading. The entire plot revolves around finding baby's belly button. The entire plot revolves around finding baby's belly button. The title makes this much clearer from the beginning. However, there is no mystery <laughs> and there is no twist. Baby's belly button is right where it's supposed to be, on baby's stomach. Right where it clearly shows you it's on the cover of the book. This plot is a complete mess and as a result of its reliance on the mystery of where the belly button is, everything falls apart the second you realise that the belly button is in fact in plain sight all along. There is no conflict, there is no character development and there is scarcely no plot. Whoever wrote this book must have a serious error in judgement because you would have to be an infant to not immediately understand where baby's belly button is. This is one of the worst pieces of literature I have ever read. Poor baby. I'll ask you a question here now. Go on. Do you think that, that uh, like, do you think <clears throat> that's real? I hope I, so. I think it is. I think it is as well. That review was left by Pac-Man. <laughs> oh, well, that's is enough. <laughs> Pac-Man's notorious for that. This is for the Nexus Silent Wired Mouse, the SM8 500. Five stars. Works great. <laughs> Revi- review provided by Loose Seal. He said, my girlfriend and I were on the verge of breaking up because I would keep her awake with my constant mouse clicking. Not anymore. Consider this relationship saved. (laughs) The the mouse is also so silent that she will sometimes forget I'm even home and invite her lover over. He's a pretty cool guy. (laughs) 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 Fucking deadly. He's a pretty cool guy. He's a pretty cool guy. Oh, Jesus. Right, James, until next week. Until next week, Jim. See you after. See you after. (laughs) 